Tell you a quick story before we get started today. When I used to work in before and after school programming, the kids loved, I mean loved, playing dodgeball. Loved it. The only thing is they hated it when they would get hit or it had to go out. They hated going out. So I was like, they're like, I wish we could play this game and not have to go out. And I was like, alright, I tell you what, let's play dodgeball, nobody's out. And what do they do? They're like, yeah, that's awesome! Right, they're super pumped at the prospect of playing dodgeball, but no one gets out. Um, so, what do we call this game? I called them. I called it peg them, because we were just pegging them with balls. It was fun for roughly 15 minutes. Why was it only fun for 15 minutes? Well, because without rules, without a sense of boundaries, without a sense of progress, we can't know that we're making a difference and we're doing something differently, right? It's the boundaries, it's the rules, it's the sense of what's going on, how's it going? Tanky, thought I'd jump in on this one today. It's the boundaries, it's the rules, it's the sense of what's, what's working, what's not working, progress, am I doing well, right? Like, unless someone's keeping score, unless you know how things are going, unless you know what's expected of you, unless people know what to expect or you from you or what's needed by you, it's really hard to do well in something because there's no boundaries, there's no rules, there's no structure, All right? So today's podcast is going to be on boundaries. Uh, this is a podcast request, video request. So I'm uploading this at the request of one of the inclusive activism fans. So thank you so much for putting this in. Super excited to talk about it. So boundaries are your rules. Like these are the house rules of having relationship with you. So when we think about this, like when we go into like rules or like rules of a certain space, there's like house rules, right? It makes me think of the, I think it's a Geico commercial where someone says, no cussing, no fussing, no back talking, right? Those are the house rules, right? And when you know the house rules, you can follow the house rules and then you don't upset people in the house and you can get along. You can have good and positive relationships. Uh, so boundaries are a good thing. Hard part is, is we don't know how to enforce boundaries and given our past, we don't know what's expected of us with boundaries or we've been primed to do things in a way that's not good for us and our relationships with other people, right? So this is about boundaries, uh, what they are, how to, how to use them, like advice around this thoughts and ideas. And I do want to tell you that this, um, this podcast was influenced by Psych Central. There was an interview that was done by Dana Goyenta, PhD, and this is 10 ways to preserve and build better boundaries. So I'm using these as guidelines, but I'm also giving my own thoughts and ideas about each one of these things. So you have a little bit more depth and thought about what they are, how they work, and how to make sure they work for you uh, and why they matter for you. So if you're a person that's good with boundaries, good for you. That is awesome. I love that you're willing to tell people your boundaries. I love the fact that you understand, you know that your boundaries, that you're willing to tell people about stuff. Um, that's awesome, right? What's hard is there's been a lot of people that feel like because they don't feel worthy or are not certain of the love of others, 
they don't feel like they can have boundaries in their relationships. And that's where there's a problem. Because we all need boundaries. Again, we can't have pegum in relationships. We need boundaries around these thoughts and ideas. So um, you have to have boundaries because if you don't set boundaries and have boundaries with people, what happens if you're a person that doesn't have boundaries or is afraid to set boundaries or doesn't know how to do boundaries with others, you get steamrolled all the time. And you only can get steamrolled or walked on so much before eventually you get a bit resentful. And then when you get resentful, you eventually ditch that person, right? And kind of, in a way, is your fault that you ditched this person because you didn't tell them what are the rules you need to stay in relationship with you, right? You have to give them the opportunity to follow your rules. If you don't give them the opportunity to follow your rules, that is your part to play in that relationship not working out because if you can give them the rules to attempt to follow to be able to stay in relationship with you. So if you're one of these people and you want to be able to navigate this better or do this better, this is what you need to do because they need to know your rules so they can stay in relationship with you. They need to know your rules so um, you don't like turn and burn through all these people over and over again. Um, and so you can keep the good quality of relationships and you can tell people what are the rules, what are your house rules to being in relationship with you. Friends, family, uh, romantic partners, workplace friends, anybody you're in a relationship with, you need to be able to do boundaries. First thing on boundaries, you got to name your limits, right? Uh, you can't set good boundaries if you don't know where you stand. Um, you need to know your physical boundaries, you need to know your emotional boundaries, you need to know your mental boundaries, you need to know your spiritual limits. You need to be able to consider what you can truly tolerate and accept. And then you also need to be able to talk about what makes you feel uncomfortable, what makes you stressed out. You gotta tell people, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable or this stresses me out. You gotta know your limits and you gotta communicate your limits. Otherwise, people don't know they're walking all over your boundaries, right? So if you're in, if I ask you to do something and it makes you uncomfortable and you never tell me you're uncomfortable, well then I don't know and I might just keep doing it over and over again, right? This is a big part about like setting a boundary and communicating your boundaries to others so they can have a sense of where you're coming from and what's going on with you. Uh, and the other thing with boundaries is limits is good, right? So if I ask you for a favor, you have the ability to say yes, but, right? Yes means I am willing to do it, but I'm only willing to do this much, but I'm not willing to do it the next time because you've done this like several times before. Yes, but um, I can't do this extra thing or I can't do it again in the future. You see how that's the beginning of setting boundaries? Or you can say yes and, yes and, is I, I like that more. Uh, and I like that as a limit setter, a way of setting limits a little bit more because when you say yes and uh, I need, you know, 50 bucks because that's going to cost a lot of money to ship, right? That's you setting your limits. Like, yeah, I'll ship it for you, but you need to pay for this, right? Yes, and I need this thing. So that is part of it. Like, tell people I'm willing to do this. I'm not willing to do this. I'm not willing to do this. I'm not willing to do this. Or you can, like, if it's somebody at your work, right, you can say, and they're asking you to do something extra. You can be like, yes, I am willing to do this. And I need you to help me look at my list of things that I need to do. So you can tell me which one of these things you want me to deprioritize so I can get this thing done. You see how? Like it's so important to have boundaries. And you need to communicate these boundaries so people know what's going on with you. 
You also gotta tune into your feelings. Tune in, get a sense of what you're feeling, what's going on. Resentment, right? Resentment happens when our boundaries are trespassed against several times, comes from being taken advantage of or feeling as though you're not truly appreciated. And again, if you don't communicate your boundaries, resentment is coming for you. It's gonna sneak up on you. You're gonna like have this issue and it's gonna be a threat to your relationship with this person unless you set up, right? Resentment is often a sign that we're pushing ourselves beyond our own limits. And um, it also is one of those things that make us feel guilty, like that we're not a good daughter, or we're not a good husband, or we're not a good wife, or we're not a good employee, uh, for example, right? Like all those things, we can feel those things um, because, you know, like we feel this pressure to do stuff, but we're not comfortable saying what we're not okay not doing in that instance. Um, if someone's imposed their expectation or if they're imposing their views or if they're imposing their values on us, we're going to build resentment unless we say, hey, I'm not okay with that. Hey, I'm not comfortable with that. Hey, the cost of your friendship and relationship with me is respecting this boundary that I'm telling you about, right? It gives you the ability to potentially stay in relationship with them as well as them knowing what your house rules of what you're okay with and not okay with so they can respect that for you. Uh, when someone acts in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that is a cue for you to know, hey, I have a boundary that's being violated and this person's crossing a boundary right now. So use that feeling, that emotion, that trigger to be like, okay, now it's time for me to enforce a boundary. And that's a good way to remember to do it so you can get that done. Next thing you need to do is be direct. Don't hint at stuff. You probably already are hinting at stuff. Guess what? They're not getting it. Communication that's hinted at, that's not understood by others, um, isn't effective, right? And if you truly want to stay in relationship with this person, that's up to you, right? If someone, if you want someone to be able to get your hints and pick up on your hints, and if that is the cost of being in a relationship with you, that is your boundary, right? You do need to say, hey, I feel like I'm hinting pretty clearly, and if you're not able to read my hints, that's one of the costs that I need you to have to be in relationship with me. That's our house rules in, in our relationship. Um, but usually we could take on the responsibility of attempting to be more clear or more direct with what we need. If we hint, it could be a misunderstood. If we hint, uh, they may do what they think is, is this thing for you. If you're unclear, some of that's on you, right? Now, if you need them to read that better, then set that boundary of how to read your cues better because they need to know this to be able to serve you better. Um, so for example, um, in a romantic relationship, time is always a boundary, right? Like people wanna spend time together, they wanna spend a certain amount of time with each other, but then there's also like other friends that we gotta hang out with, other priorities that we gotta like give time to, and this is one of those things that we always argue about. So partners might need to talk about how much time they need to maintain a sense of autonomous self Remember, you need to be an autonomous, independent person to be able to be in a relationship with someone else and how much time you spend together. Um, because we've all probably been in that relationship where we spend too much time together and then we start getting resentful of each other and we're fighting too much. When all we need to do is be like, hey, I need some time to hang out by myself. Doesn't mean I don't love you, just means I need some time away from you so I can miss you enough to come back and appreciate you when I return. Doesn't that sound nice when it's said that way? Next thing you need to do, Give yourself permission to need boundaries. You need permission and you need to know it's okay 
to have boundaries. Boundaries are perfectly natural. It's a part of the cost of any relationship. But what happens is we have fear, fear that we're not worth the relationship or fear that no one's going to love or care about us. We have guilt. Oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. A, a real girlfriend would do this. A perfect boyfriend would do that. A good uncle would do this. A good husband would do that. Whatever, right? And then we got self-doubt. Like, am I doing enough? Is it okay for me to say I'm uncomfortable with this? All these things are threats and pitfalls to you doing boundaries well. We might fear uh, somebody's response um, if we set a boundary or we begin to enforce a boundary. And I'm going to talk about that and how we deal with that. We might feel guilty about speaking up or saying we have a boundary or saying no to a family member, right? Because we be like, oh, you know, a good sister would really do this. A good brother would really make sure that they were at the nephew's baseball game. I don't know, whatever, right? Many people believe that they should be able to cope with the situation or have to be superhuman and not have human needs or wants um, and try to say yes to everything because they feel like this idealized idea of a good daughter, a good son would do this anyway, even if you feel like you're drained or you feel like you're being taken advantage of. So, like, we got to know we're worth boundaries in the first place. Boundaries are not just the sign of a healthy relationship. It's the sign that you're a person that has a good self-esteem, that is a person that's worthy of self-respect, and it gives yourself, like, you got to love yourself enough to set a boundary. Otherwise, you're not loving yourself enough to allow the other person to love you in the way that you need to be loved to be respected. Does that make sense? I hope it does. You also need to be super self-aware to do boundaries. So you got to, number five, practice self-awareness. Again, boundaries are about honing your feelings and then honoring your feelings. Really getting a sense of what's going on and why is it happening. If you know yourself slipping or not sustaining your boundaries, you need to hold yourself accountable to doing those again. So ask yourself these questions. What changed? Like, why am I not willing to do this boundary again? Or what am I doing or what is the other person doing that make these boundaries not like click or work? Are they misunderstanding? Are they not hearing? Are they just blatantly ignoring your boundaries and then now we have to enforce the boundary um, you need to think about what in this situation is making me feel stressed or what about this scenario is making me resentful you need to know what's going on and what's happening within you because then you can start to set those boundaries that you need in a way to be respected by the other person um, you also need to think about your options too what am I going to do about this? How am I going to enforce this boundary, right? Like, um, if you don't stop making fun of me at um, bowling night, I'm not going to invite you to bowling night anymore. And that's a really simple example, but it's a great example of a boundary and how you would enforce it. And you tell them ahead of time, and then if they don't do it, then you enforce the boundary, and then the cost is they don't get bowling night with you, right? Uh, you also need to consider what do you have control over. Some people think setting boundaries is controlling other people, and it's not. It's actually controlling what you will do based on what the other person does. Okay, I'm going to say that again because that was a good and important one. Boundaries are not about controlling other people. A lot of people think it is. It's not about that whatsoever. It is about controlling what you do if people don't honor and respect the boundaries you set. Because that's all you have control over. Number six, you need to consider your past. You need to consider your present. 
you need to get a sense of where you're coming from and how you're at with boundaries. Like first best set of getting better at boundaries is acknowledging if you're not good at boundaries, you need to learn how to get better at them, right? You can't improve something that's perfect. And if you need to get better at boundaries, you gotta acknowledge you need to get better at boundaries. So you gotta think about how were you raised and what was your role in your family? Uh, these can be obstacles in setting and preserving your boundaries. If you held the role of caretaker or you learned to focus on or care for others and that's how you got a sense of self-worth, well, you may fall into a pattern of getting drained emotionally or physically or not having space to take care of yourself or your own needs and you're a threat from not having good boundaries because you get worth from helping others. But you can't help others unless you help yourself, right? So remember, you are the place all things come from. And if you don't have good boundaries and you don't have the ability to take care of yourself well, you can't take care of anybody else. You are where those things come from. Uh, ignoring your, your own needs may be something that has become the norm for you because you were taught to take care of everybody else. You taught that perfect people don't have needs. Uh, and you need to know that, right? Another thing you need to think about in this present moment is, are my relationships reciprocal? Are they mutually beneficial? Is everybody getting something out of this? Is no one being hurt in this? Uh, is everybody, is there a healthy give and take here, right? Am I in a space of where you're doing something for me, I'm doing something for you, and this is even Steven and we're good? Know that sometimes in relationships, I might need to carry the load because you're in a hard place, or you might need to carry the load because I'm in a hard place, and that's okay temporarily, but only temporarily. We do it to the point that somebody has the ability to get back on their feet, and then we want to get back to mutually beneficial, reciprocal, benefiting all things and all people. The other thing you need to do, number seven, is make self-care a priority. Putting yourself first is giving you the energy, the peace of mind, like the real comfort of knowing that it's okay, a positive outlook to be more present, be more engaged with what's happening right now, and be there for others and tell them what you need. Um, so if you're not okay, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not um, bringing best you to a situation, well, you're not gonna do boundaries well because you're too drained, you're too stressed, you're too resentful, you're upset, right? You need to take care of yourself and you need to know you're worthy of being, of taking care of, like that you need to take care of you. And if you don't take care of you, you're the only person that can take care of certain parts of you. And if you're not taken care of, you're not going to be the better wife, the better mother, the better husband, the better coworker, the better friend, because there's not enough you to do those things with. And if there's not enough you to do those things with, you're never going to get those things done. Like one of these things I like to tell people is if you're too busy to get better, you're going to be busy for the rest of your life. If you're too busy to get better, you're going to be busy for the rest of your life. The only way you're gonna be less busy is by getting better. And that means slowing down enough to take the time to get better so you can be better at getting stuff done so then you can be less busy. That is the nutshell of what self-care needs to entail to get you to the place you wanna go. Number eight, what you need to do, seek support. So seek some support, whether it's friends, whether it's a support group, whether it's church, counseling, a life coach, good friends. You need friends, family, all these people you need to help you in this 
journey towards having better boundaries and having your boundaries respected or respecting the boundaries. That if you're somebody that's good boundaries, maybe you need to get better respecting the boundaries of others. This guy needs to get better at that. You need to look at like your support systems and who can help you with these things and then make it a priority with each other to practice setting boundaries and to hold each other accountable for keeping boundaries. So if you are not a good boundary setter, you need a boundary setter, a boundary setting accountability partner to help you do this thing, to tell people what you really need, right? You can hold each other accountable to set boundaries. And remember, if somebody isn't willing to like keep your boundaries, then it's okay to not have that person in your life because that's the cost of relationship. It's the cost of relationship for everybody. You gotta love yourself enough to set the boundaries for others, but then you gotta love other people enough that when they set boundaries with you, which you're not gonna like at first, that you love them enough to respect it because that's the cost of being in a relationship with others. The other thing is you need to be assertive. You can't be passive, you can't be aggressive. So what happens is we can be passive. Oh, it'd be really nice if we could go to somewhere nice to dinner. Well, where? Like, you know, sometimes we give people like, would you rather do this or this? But we really want them to pick A. Well, why wouldn't we just say, hey, I want this. Would you be willing to give me this? Or can we eat here? Can we do this? Can we go skydiving? Can we go on a hot air balloon ride? Would you rather go on a hot air balloon ride or a horseback riding? Then they pick horseback riding and you get pissed because you wanted to go hot air ballooning, but you didn't say, I want to go hot air ballooning. Like, be assertive. Don't be passive. Be clear in what you want. Now, what happens is we'll be passive, 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 and then we'll be aggressive, right? We'll be like, I want this, and if you don't do this, then you, you do these drop-dead things. Like, if you don't do this, then we just need to break up. I mean, if you don't do this, then maybe you're not the person for me, or you're just a bad blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> we want to be assertive, calm and assertive. I want this. This is something that's really important to me and something that I need. If you can't give me this, then this, uh, expect me to enforce this boundary this way. Now, it's not like being mean or whatever. It's just, this is what I need. And if I can't get what I need, this is what's going to happen as a result of that. Right? It's not, it seems simple, but it's hard when you have high emotions to be able to be assertive. So if you're in a space where you have high emotions, take a time out. Calm down. Realize everything's okay. Realize setting boundaries is a good thing. Realize you need to set boundaries with this person to have a good relationship. Then come back when you're rational and logical and be like, hey, this is what I need and this is what will happen if I don't get what I need. Um, or if like somebody is um, enforcing a boundary, be assertive. How am I not doing this? How could I do this better? What can I give you so you can feel respected and not get resentful of me? Because people that trample all over boundaries, that's me, will find people will leave them because we don't respect them. So we need to be curious about what are the boundaries of others and how could we navigate those boundaries better. Lastly, start with small things that aren't like, like if you start with the biggest emotional thing that you could possibly think of, already you're emotionally loaded with a ton of stuff. So perhaps you set boundaries with like little things like, you know, I don't like asparagus. Like, can we only have asparagus once a month? Because I get that you like them, but I just am not a fan, right? That's a small boundary. And if not, then you can be like, well, if you keep having asparagus, I'm not going to eat this asparagus. I'm going to make my own side dish. Simple boundary, right? 
but it's good to practice with something that's low stakes because you're not going to be as emotionally triggered or cued and they're not going to be as emotionally triggered or cued and you're probably going to have a lot better outcomes because you start with something small and then you build up the things that matter more and more. Lastly, last thought of an idea of the podcast. At first, if you're someone that doesn't set boundaries with others, they, your boundaries are going to be incredibly unpopular. They're going to be unpopular with the person you're setting them with, and they're going to be unpopular with you because you're uncomfortable at this. Or you're not good at doing this, right? But you got to remember, in the long run, you have to do this. If you care about and love this person, and you're a person that's not good at setting boundaries, you got to get better because someday you're going to get resentful and you're gonna emotionally distance from this person or you're gonna physically distance from this person. And like, that person that you cared about, eventually you will go away from because they didn't expect your boundaries. And like, you need to, you need to do more to have a better relationship with people. Otherwise you're gonna get stuck in this cycle over and over and over again because they gotta know what your boundaries are. These are the rules of relationship with you. And if they don't know, then they can't give you what you need because they're not aware of what you need. What you gotta remember is what, like, the now of things, right? Why does this matter now in the long run, right? So when we're setting a boundary, why is this now boundary important in the long run? Because what we focus on is the right now of the now situation of where we're setting boundaries. And it's really not about the right now. It's the later the later ramifications of this now boundary that we have to focus on. Because, yeah, the right now is probably not that important, but the later, like, relationship part, that does matter. And that is really important. So when you're enforcing your boundaries and someone's like, well, why is this so important right now? Be like, it's not that important right now. It's that I acquiesce a lot. I give in a lot. I don't ask for what I need or I put in uncomfortable situations and I don't want to go, come out of a relationship with you because you matter to me and I have to set boundaries with you because I want to be around you and this is a relationship that's important to me, right? That makes you, you forward-looking. That puts you together, like both looking forward to why this relationship matters and why navigating this together is so important. It puts you on the same team with the conflict rather than have you fighting each other with the issue. Because the fighting each other is just like not understanding why this boundary is here and why this person's setting boundaries. So look at how you can look forward together as uh, two people or whoever in a relationship that needs to do these things together for the best mutual outcome from one another. So with that, that feels like a lot to talk about. I know it wasn't really long, but I'm feeling hoarse because I've been talking on the phone all day long. And I've had a lot of practice with boundaries in the last couple of days. But boundaries are important, and it's a good thing to know. As an inclusive activist, we have to have good, hard, solid boundaries. We communicate good, uh, solid boundaries to other folks. We, we, only, you know, we don't do that here. We don't allow people to be treated this way. A big part of advocacy, big part of making sure people don't get marginalized or oppressed, a uh, big part of using your privilege on behalf of oppressed others to make sure that we're really doing the things that people need to see. So with that, if this podcast was helpful for you, please rate or review the podcast. I love seeing the rate or reviews um, when they come through. I haven't had one of those in a long time, and I would definitely appreciate one of those. It only takes about 
probably 30 or 45 seconds to like do the stars and then type a few words about what you're thinking. Share this podcast with somebody else if you felt like it was particularly helpful or blessed you in some way. Like say, hey, listen to this. I think you'd get a lot out of that. Uh, that's a good way of, get, of doing the information. And if you want to talk about me about boundaries, I would love to hear about that. You can email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. That's inclusiveactivism. I in, wait, wait, let me spell it. I-N-C-L-U-S-I-N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-M at cox.net. I think I did that right, but look in the notes and I put it in there well for sure. And if you're curious about me or what I'm up to or want to look at more podcasts that could potentially be a blessing to you or others that you're in relationship with, um, go to inclusiveactivism.com. Uh, go to the Inclusive Activism Podcast, download some past episodes, check out the Emerging Evolution Podcast that I did with Calvin. Awesome stuff in there, too. Uh, and thank you for your time and attention, and good luck in setting those boundaries with others. Remember to be patient with them because they're not going to like them at first. You're not going to like them at first, but it's absolutely critical and necessary to get to where you want to go. And if you feel like you don't communicate why you need to set these boundaries with other people, have them listen to this podcast so they get a sense of where you're coming from. And you'll find that really helps and blesses you and your relationships. So with that, I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for your time. Thank you for paying attention. Uh, love you and appreciate all you do. And um, I hope for happiness, joy, and health for you in all spaces and places. Take care. Have a wonderful day.